Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Baller's Paradise. This is Matt Gilbert. I'm a little nervous. This is the first time I'm going to be doing an episode alone, but I kind of just wanted to touch base with you all because I know we haven't been able to do an episode for the longest time with the coronavirus happening. So I think this is just a perfect day to just do another episode because the NBA playoffs are finally under their way. Uh, with a four-month hiatus due to the coronavirus, we're almost ready for NBA playoffs, and all but one seed has been clinched. In the East, everyone has clinched a spot, so I'm just going to list off all the names of the teams that will be participating in the playoffs this year. Milwaukee Bucks will have the number one seed. Toronto Raptors, the number two seed. Boston Celtics, the number three seed. Miami Heat, the number four seed. Indiana Pacers, the number five seed. The 76ers from Philadelphia will have the number six seed. Brooklyn Nets, seventh seed. Orlando Magic, eighth seed. Over in the West, all but one team has clinched a playoff spot. Los Angeles Lakers are the first seed. The Clippers are the second seed. The Denver Nuggets are the third seed. The Oklahoma City Thunder are the fourth seed. Houston Rockets are the fifth seed. The Utah Jazz are the 6th seed, Dallas Mavericks are the 7th seed, and I believe with the way Damian Lillard is playing right now, the Portland Trailblazers are taking that 8th seed. So, now that I list off all the teams that are going to be in the playoffs and all the teams that are going to be in the playoffs, in my opinion, I mean, Portland's the only one that hasn't clinched yet, but they're not far from clinching, and I believe they're going to pull through, especially with the playoffs expected to start this Saturday. So, over in the East, Milwaukee and Orlando are going to play in the first round. I think Milwaukee Bucks are going to sweep the Orlando Magic. And then you got Toronto and Brooklyn playing in the first round. And sadly, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are both hurt this year. I think that Toronto, the Toronto Raptors are going to sweep. The Brooklyn Nets. Third and sixth seed is going to be the Boston Celtics going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. I think Boston is actually going to sweep this year for one reason. Boston looks a lot better with Kemba Walker on the floor than they ever did with Kyrie Irving on the floor. And Philadelphia has not played up to their full potential all year long. This team has been a huge disappointment from opening week this year. And you got Miami and Indiana. I think Miami could take Indiana to Game 7 and beat them. Just because Jimmy Butler's that player who can help any team. And since um, Paul George left, since Paul George got hurt in 2015, there's just been something missing to Indiana's package. And they just have never played the same in the playoffs, so... Therefore, I think Miami will end up going on. Then you got Milwaukee and Miami. I think Milwaukee can beat the Heat in six games. And I believe that Toronto and Boston, that series is going to go down to seven games. I think Toronto's going to, I think Boston's going to win that one. I think Boston will beat Miami, beats Toronto in seven games. Now, over in the West, you got the Lakers playing Portland in the first round. 
I know all you Cleveland homers still love LeBron James. You're expecting me to say LeBron sweeps Portland. No, he does not. In my opinion, the Lakers take the Trailblazers to six games. And the Clippers have to face Dallas in the first round. And don't get me wrong, Dallas is a nice up-and-coming young team. But the Clippers have this guy, his name is Kawhi Leonard, who just had an unbelievable playoff performance last year. He is going to beat Dallas in six games. Denver will face Utah in the first round. You know, th- there's just something missing with Utah this year. They, that's another team that didn't live up to their full potential, if you ask me. So I'm going to say Denver takes Utah. It's going to be close, but I think Denver's going to take Utah to seven, six or seven games. And Denver's going to win. OKC in Houston. I'm going Houston. Houston will beat the Oklahoma City Thunder in five games. So my predictions are correct. In the second round, the Lakers are going to play the Rockets and the Clippers are going to play the Nuggets. I think the Clippers will take the Nuggets to five games and I believe the Lakers and the Rockets are going to go to seven games and I know I'm going to get a lot of criticism from somebody for saying this and if he's listening, he knows who he is. I'm going to say the Lakers are going to win in seven games. So... Now, our conference finals are going to have the Lakers and the Clippers and the Bucks and the Celtics. And if you ask me, I think you're wanting to see an old-time finals classic matchup between the Lakers and the Celtics. It's not going to happen. I'm going to say it's going to be the Clippers and the Bucks. For this reason, Kawhi Leonard put up numbers last year in the playoffs that out that LeBron has never even put up. You've never seen a playoff run like Kawhi Leonard had last year, yet he's got an asset of Paul George this year. LeBron's already had that scare with his groin injury this year, and Anthony Davis is injury-prone as it is. The Clippers have more assets, so I think the Clippers can definitely go farther in the playoffs. I think they'll take the Lakers to six games and win. And I think Milwaukee will take Boston to... Five or six games and win. And I think Milwaukee goes for one reason. They do have the greatest player on the planet in the game today. In Giannis Antetokounmpo. And he almost beat Kawhi and Pascal Siakam last year. I mean, they he put up a good fight with them. But came short. I think Milwaukee's going to finish the job this year. They also got a great coach in Mike Budenholzer. In the finals... I think this final series could go to six or seven games. I think the Clippers win it. They got a great coach in Doc Rivers. They got two all-star players in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And they got several assets coming in in their starting lap and off the bench. And they have a perennial man for sixth man of the year in Lou Williams coming in, too. So, my opinion, you heard it. The Los Angeles Clippers go all the way this year. I know um, somebody is going to say I'm putting the Lakers too far on my schedule. I don't think so. Lakers are definitely a very good team. I did not think they'd take the number one seed this year. question with the Lakers is, can they stay healthy in the playoffs? If they can, they will go to the Western Conference Finals, lose to the Clippers.
Milwaukee has just gotten better this year, so I think they are going to definitely be um, a contending team for the finals this year. And another team I'm actually going to say could surprise us all, Toronto, the Toronto Raptors. They lost Kawhi Leonard, but they still have are having a very good year. They had a great year with Pascal Siakam leading the way, and Pascal Siakam's just a player that just keeps getting better and better. Like, I'm I'm not going to count Pascal Siakam out. That's literally what I think of this guy. Um, now I'm actually going to get in. Now that I gave my playoff predictions, I'm actually going to give my award predictions. Cleveland fans, I know you're saying you want me to say LeBron's going to take home his fifth MVP trophy. Wrong. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to take home the trophy for the second straight year. He had a great year last year, won MVP. He's having an even better year this year. So I'm going to say Giannis is going to take home MVP. Rookie of the year that's going to come down to Zion Williamson and John Moran. Yes, Zion is the most hyped rookie we've had since LeBron James. And for 19 games, I think he's put up better numbers than LeBron did in his rookie year. Personally, there's only one rookie I can think of that has been more that had this much put up these kind of numbers in his rookie year. And that is Shaquille O'Neal when he came in with the Orlando Magic in 1992. Shaq was just an immediate game changer. And he just had an impact right away and in three years helped lead the Magic to their first NBA Finals trip and that was only their sixth year in the league, too. Giannis, um, Zion, ha I feel like, is the most dominant player or has the potential to be the most dominant player the NBA has ever seen since Shaquille O'Neal. And if you ask me, he could even be more dominant than Shaq. If he can, because Shaq didn't really have a jump shot. But he only played in 19 games, so I'm going to say... Mr. John Morant is going to get Rookie of the Year this year. Now we're going to go into DPOI. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. I'd like to say Rudy Gobert. It's either going to be him or it could be Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard has a shot to get DPOI this year. He's putting up some. It's going to be him or Gobert. I mean, I have to look more into... See who's going to get DPOY this year, but we've got a couple good defenders. I mean, Anthony Davis is a good defender. I don't know if he'll get DPOY, but he is still a productive defender. Um, I'm going to say it's going to either go to Kawhi Leonard or Rudy Gobert. Then most improved player, uh, Luka Donage. I kind of expected this from him. The biggest surprise this year, and I, I'm going to say this for my most approved player, is Brandon Ingram of the New Orleans Pelicans. And sixth man of the year, I think that's going to go to Lou Williams again. Coach of the year will either go to Bud. I think Bud has a shot to give it, but if I were in charge of the awards, I wouldn't go Bud. I would go Billy Donovan of the Oklahoma City Thunder because... No one, and I mean no one, expected that team to be under any sort of playoff contention this year. Yet, 
they take the fourth seed in the Western Conference, which is much more competitive than the Eastern Conference. Fourth seed. So therefore, Billy Donovan should take home Coach of the Year. Those are my award predictions. Now um, with the NBA season finally getting underway, it's finally, oh boy, like the butterflies, the confusion of this season, all the hype, all the tragedies, and don't get me wrong, we've, we've experienced a lot of tragedies this season. We lost Kobe Bryant. We lost David Stern. We lost Wes Unseld. We had the coronavirus um, pandemic that delayed the season. And it's just kind of sad because, like, the season as a whole, I think, has been good. And it is kind of interesting to see who is going to win, especially in the West. Because the Mavericks, I mean, a seventh seed team would be, uh, let's see, could easily be a fifth. I mean, they could easily be a fourth or fifth seed team if they were playing in the Eastern Conference. I mean... They're seventh seed in their 12 games over 500. And as of right now, um, San Antonio, Phoenix, Memphis, and Portland are the four teams fighting for that eighth seed. Um, Devin Booker has played incredible in the bubble, but I think he is going to come up short because Portland's got more playoff experience. Um, Damian Lillard's been in the league for, this is his ninth year in the league now. Nope. It's his, it's his eighth year in the league. Take that back. There's that old saying, I've said it numerous times, and I can't believe I'm saying this. He's still fighting by his cuticles, but I think this is going to be the first time since 1997. Greg Popovich and the Spurs do not have a playoff appearance. And I am just going to say this right now. What a run for Popovich. For 22 years, he's had that Spurs team in contention. No matter what has happened, no matter how many injuries have been plagued, just through it all, 22 years of a dynasty for the San Antonio Spurs. And in those 22 years, you had five championships, two MVPs for Tim Duncan, a DPOY for Kawhi Leonard, three coach of the years for Greg Popovich. And to be honest, for a low market team like the Spurs, I don't think you're going to ever see something like that again. The question now becomes for the Spurs, is this the end of an era for Greg Popovich? Is it time just to let him go and get another coach in there and rebuild this team? Or are they going to bounce back next year? This could definitely, personally, if you ask me, ooh, I think you keep Greg on the team as president of basketball operations. And I, I, I don't know. This is up to him. He's had so much greatness, you'd give him that decision if he was ready to step aside as coach. But um, I think it's also time, like, you could, you have to start saying maybe it's time for the Spurs to just go into a little bit of a rebuilding phase because this team 
The Western Conference is very competitive, and I think the eight, eight teams you see now, well, I mean, I don't know how long Anthony Davis is going to stay with the Lakers, but could be up for competition. And the Warriors next year, once they get everyone healthy, they could be right back in it. So I don't know if I could see any of these teams going down. I mean, Denver with Jokic is going to be a competition for a while. I think Kawhi and Paul George are going to stay with the Clippers and compete for a long time. Lakers, I think this is their year to do it. If they, if LeBron wants another championship, this is his year. Because next year, Kevin Durant comes back. Brooklyn's going to give the East a run for their money next year. And I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to stay. LeBron has the option to opt out of his contract after next year and become a free agent. And personally, uh, as an Ohio fan, being from Ohio, this is, and being and growing up near Cleveland, I just think it's going to be mean the most if LeBron comes back to Cleveland to retire. I really don't think like. LeBron's still a very good player. People think he's got a lot more left in him than he really does. I think he's got one or two good years left in him. After that, I don't see him really um, doing anything. I think he'll just, he might, what I think he'll do is I think he'll accept his player option. Play out in um, L.A. for one year. I know he wants to play with his son so bad, but I don't know if he's going to make it that far to play with his son, I think. After that, his best bet is to come back to Cleveland one year, retire. And another player I want to say is still, at his age, is still very an incredible player, Chris Paul. After thinking maybe this guy's hitting the wall last year, he comes out this year, leads OKC to a fourth seed team. And he proved everyone wrong. He's not done. He's still got something left in the tank. And with Portland, Carmelo Anthony is not the Carmelo Anthony he used to be, but he's definitely helped make an impact with the Portland Trailblazers this year. So you're going to see three old-timers in the playoffs. You're going to see LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Paul back in action for this year's playoffs in the Western Conference and... It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good playoff run, if you ask me. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens, but I hope my predictions are right. And if your name is Alex Arbogast and you are listening to this podcast, please rip me a new one if you think I'm wrong about anything I have said on this podcast. And with that being said, um, I just kind of wanted today just give my predictions. I wanted to just... Check in with everyone, see how everyone's doing today. Just put some more info out there just because it's been a long time since we've been able to record a podcast. And I just wanted to keep some content going for you guys. So keep it locked in. We should have more. And hoping I can, we can get Alex back soon and he can give his predictions on what he thinks are going to happen in the NBA playoffs. Um, There's one thing I know he is going to say I'm wrong about, and something tells me he thinks the Rockets are going to beat the Lakers in the second round, but I don't think that's going to happen, and I know a lot 
lot of people probably don't think that's going to happen either. So with that being said, have a beautiful day, everybody. It's always a good day here, and ball is life.